How do we be happy? Stick around. We'll talk about it. Welcome to Real Talk, episode 198. I'm Todd. This is AJ, and we're back. So, folks? I uh, was immensely caught off guard with the question thing, because this is your, this is new to me, and I'm, and it's it's getting me every time. But it's a good question. How do you be happy? Stick around. Um, yeah, well, it's Real Talk. I'll continue to talk about life, God, the Bible, and everything in between. There's a link. www.theremnant.live slash real-talk should be somewhere in the description of this video or podcast. And, um, by the way, we know who you are, other Real Talk that's continuing to steal our ideas, your own. We know where you're um, at. Anyway, that's a real story. If you're new, you're like, what are they talking about? We'll see. Maybe. That link, if you click and go down to the bottom of the page, you'll see submit a question. And you can ask a question anonymously about God, life, the Bible, or anything in between. Maybe you are a Christian and you feel uncomfortable asking the question. And maybe you're not a Christian and you don't have any Christians in your life that you can ask these questions. Um, that's what this place is about. Don't promise to always have... Excuse me, be perfect in our answering, but we do promise to take it seriously. And I think a lot of times we uh, we're able to answer them, but we'll tell you if we're not. That's the good news. That's right, man. That's it. That's the show. 198 episodes deep. Two episodes from 200. We'll see if we make it. Yeah, <laughs> we're so close yet so far. We'll yep. see. But uh, hey, I have a question for the for you listening to this podcast right now, or and or watching. Are you ready? Ready for a show today? Ready for us to get real for real talk? Because that's what we're doing. Because my life is interesting, <laughs> and one thing I almost forgot about—I <laughs> almost forgot this part because I already marked it on accident. Are you interested in clubs? You like free merchandise? Well, it's not free. <laughs> Welcome to Real Talk Fan Club. <laughs> Where if you pay $15 a month, you get bonus content from Real Talk. And if you pay $30 a month, you get the bonus content and free merchandise. <laughs> I keep saying free. It's not free. Gosh dang it. <laughs> you get exclusive. That's the word I'm looking for. You get exclusive merchandise, including T-shirts. We've done T-shirts. We've done um, beanies. So stick around. And if you enjoy it, you can go to www.theremnant.live. Give. Go to the Real Talk drop down. And you can do your $15 or $30 donation. There you go. Yep. <laughs> so, um, free instead of exclusive. <clears throat> it says here we're supposed to catch up on our lives. Yes. Anything going on? I don't know why I, I breathe so creepily like that. but I, I do it all the time, man. So, first thing I want to tackle is my car situation. Had an alternator go out in my car. It's been a it's annoyance, man. Oh yeah, it's been a blast to uh, try to get it up and working again. I actually have a personal shout out to Mad Max for helping me out a lot, man. Love you, dude. Thank you so much for helping me. One of the big problems of my car that we've realized is that, unlike most cars, this alternator is in a such a ridiculous place that you can't get to it from the top or from the bottom of the car. So we're gonna have to take it to a shop. And have the shop replace it. So that's been one of the latest things in my life is, you know, if you know me, I'm not much of a car guy. You know, I don't really know much about them. I'm just one of the guys that's like, you know what? If this thing can get me from point A to point B, that's all I need, man. Not, not a big car guy. So for me, whenever cars, you know, break down or they have trouble, it's very frustrating because uh, I'm just not one to want to deal with cars very much. So I don't blame you. Mm-hmm. Second thing, my realization of my inner nerd. Okay. 
It's an interesting realization. I have been playing Dungeons and Dragons for <laughs> five years now. That's seems I think. like a long time, but is not it? Sure. Is not sure. But anyway, 2018, 2019, four or five years. I love it. <laughs> a bunch of Christians going, you demon. <laughs> We're Christians too, so we can make fun of ourselves. I love role playing games, man. Um, you know, I, there's Why always I make a, that voice. I'm so sorry. There, there's always, there's always this running joke, man. That you know, and it's true. When you guys, when I first heard that you guys played Dungeons and Dragons back in the day, I, I scoffed at it. I did, and I and I will humbly admit that that I scoffed at it, and made fun of it. But once I actually was in the in the game and I was experiencing what it is, it is such a blast, man. And I I am a nerd at heart. I'm a nerd. You know, I I grew up a wrestling fan. And that in itself is nerdy. I never saw it as nerdy, but it's definitely nerdy. And maybe that's why I'm a nerd, because you don't always realize your own nerdiness. Mm, So I'm a big nerd for wrestling, but also, you know, I've had this realization that I am just a nerd, man. I love I love the the fantasy stuff. I love the role playing stuff, man. It's just it's cool. It's fun, you know. Um, So, yeah, that's one of my other things is just, you know, (laughs) sometimes I don't realize uh, how much like how much fun I'm having in it? I'm like, dude, if you if you write off Dungeons and Dragons, man, you're lame. <laughs> yeah, well, I think people out there, it's an interesting topic in and of itself. There's people out there that feel convicted about it because it has that's, to do, now that's but fair. Th- now there's people that have the same issues with like certain movies and stuff. And I think if you have convictions about it, you shouldn't do it, right? That's like anything else. You know, people don't watch anything above PG because they feel conviction about it. And it talks about that in, in Corinthians about how we need to be obedient to the... Because God knows what we can and can't handle, right? Yes. So he's going to tell people. However, what I will agree with you is when people start to try to make a rule, a man-made rule, about something that's not man-made, so they feel conviction, hence they believe it's wrong for everyone. Mm. And I would agree with you. And like anything else, can it be turned weird and bad? Sure. But so can World of Warcraft or... Uh, oh, sure. What's the other one? Call of Duty and all those things. So, oh, yeah. Anything. Or Euchre, for that matter. Literally anything. So, yeah. I, but I think you're talking to the people that just make fun of it for making fun of it. It's true. But you know what's funny, dude? It's become so mainstream and popular now. I don't know how many people do that anymore. It's true, I mean, man. they still do, especially here in the old Midwest. Yeah, dude. I, you know, it's one of those things where... I'm I'm so glad that I'm a part of the D&D clan now because like I don't know man it just it brings up so like it's just such a fun experience and you know it really does like it's team building it's all these fun things man and so like I don't know I'm just glad to be part of it honestly and I'm glad that I didn't I didn't you know just stop at making fun of it I actually gave it a chance and now it's like one of the funnest things I do so Yeah man it's cool just hanging out with people It is man having a reason to do that Yes so that was another thing, which just my... In- so random, by the way. What? You went from car trouble to that. Oh, yeah. That's my life, man. Random. Uh, that's fair. <laughs> Real random. Anyways. Um, last thing I have. Uh, joy Challenge. You talked about that last week, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, I took you up on that offer of doing the Joy Challenge, man. And it's been such a cool, like... It's made my days different, you know. One thing that I've no, I've realized is that the joy challenge doesn't necessarily promise you a good day, but it promises you a better day. That's good. I like that. Um, and it's because you're doing what God's told you to do. You know, as a believer, you know, you start the day with praying and reading, and like you're already. It's funny, man, how you can put in such little time with what God tells you to do, and it can change your entire entire perspective of the day. It's actually really convicting. Um, so. Part of the joy challenge was doing those two things, but then also doing the push-ups. Like, 
everything and and that's even helped with like making my feel more awake and like all that kind of stuff so like you know taking you up on that challenge man it was really good and i really appreciate you do and really appreciate you laying it out because it's been a difference for me so i just want to say thank you yeah so that's really all i got in life man um i'm sorry for those if i sound weird i'm very congested so i kind of think i don't notice it too much oh good because my my voice feels kind of shaky in my own in my own throat so um yeah man i think that's everything about you man how's the highway of life treating todd todd b um pondering because I was even listening this to this because um, we had a question down here oh, yeah. that asked us about four years ago and I <clears throat> we'll get to it in a second but that interaction that just happened is part of the issue we've stopped having conversations and started making statements mm. so like because we're it's almost like we're trying to talk to you guys out there which isn't an issue but that's not what the show is built or entirely around so like this isn't it doesn't matter. It's just interesting. If you stick around, you understand that we have a question. I think that's part of it because we're asking what the difference. That's a big difference mm. because I can't even ask any questions about that. It was rapid fire, and like that's I, I so can't, true, I can't man. even enter into any of Dude, that. Dude, I just realized that you're mm. right. It's it's weird. I get it. Uh, mm. <clears throat> well, a couple things. You like to know random things. My hair is at an odd place right now. You <laughs> can't see me. It's longer than ever on top. Okay, and if it, I, I have no idea what it even looks like. And this is the truth. You think I'm kidding? It could look completely just out of control. I tried the best it could today. <clears throat> now, it puts me in an odd spot. And why you, you're so worldly, says some nerdy Christian out there. Ooh, why do you care? Ooh, why do you take showers? Anyway, um, <laughs> my point is with that, it is, it is a stressful thing, man. Because this is kind of an aside. Do you ever get stressed about getting a haircut? Dude, I get stressed about a lot of stuff like that. All now. the time. I don't know what it is about it, right? Because it's not, well, for, long story. For me, I have to drive out of town now. Yeah, which that adds to the stress for sure, the drive. It does. But the thing about hair, getting your hair cut, that is part of it, certainly, the drive for me right now. But it's such a, like, it, it's, it's, you, it, it's like an hour out of your day, Okay. Oh, and yeah. and I found, and if you're one of those people out there that's good at this, this is awesome because this would be tough because they meet so many different people, people that cut hair, mm-hmm. right? Oh, and they yeah. meet hundreds. Uh, most of the, most of the time, not all the time. The, when I was in high school, I had a the same guy every time. It was a guy, older guy, because um, he was related to my aunt. It's a long story. Uh, man, by marriage, and so he was good, and he was kind of guy that just got to business. He didn't really talk much, <laughs> and so that's kind of used to. So. When you're a lady, I was thinking about this a lot. You have to deal with probably some guys being creepy. Creeps, oh, 100%. Right? No matter who you are. Definitely. So you got that, but you got to still keep talking. And so what I found is you got this weird mixture when you go and get your hair cut. Because there's people, there's ladies who who clearly think every single male is a creep. Sure, yeah. they, they walk into it already expecting that. Yeah. And so their interactions with you are very awkward. Two, the opposite, um, they try to talk, but they don't really want to. So it becomes this strange social game where it's like, I am talking to you, man, that cutting your hair, but I do not want to talk to you. <laughs> but I'm asking you questions as though I'm interested, but I'm not. And I'm not making fun of them. This is tough because I don't think I could do it. <clears throat> so then I'm in the awkward spot of like, I'm responding, but deep down, you and I both know this conversation is not even necessary. Yep. And the third are the people that just cut and get to business. Now, stay with me. That's the easiest. 
they don't want to talk to you, they cut your hair. Doesn't mean it's the best situation. Yeah. It means they just want to cut your hair. And this is a genuinely tough job. I'm not mocking it because I don't know if I could do this. No. Because you can't really have a bad hour. You know what I'm saying? Because they're going to go, wow, that person was mean. So what I'm saying is it's mm. a very stressful social moment. A social interaction, transaction, as it were. A social mm. transaction. I like that. A social transaction that happens when you get your hair cut. And it can be an awkward thing. Definitely. And I feel for them. So I, you know, as long as they are not cruel and don't butcher, which means they don't listen at all because my hair, it, uh, I tip very well in haircutting because I know that's a difficult job because yeah. I don't, I don't think I could do it. You know what I mean? As far as, as far as like, imagine having to be on all the time. You get what I mean? So why do I say all this? It's a stressful point in my life right now because I don't know when it's going to happen. And my hair, if you can't see this, as you listen to the podcast, is like a, if it's not controlled, it could be like a chia pet. Chia pet. You know, it's the way I view it in my head. <laughs> so I'm at that place. And people, I've had certain people, and I'm just talking to you guys like you're my friends right now. If you're new, you're going to be like, this is so worldly. <laughs> I came here. Never mind. Yeah. I, never mind. Anyway, I came here for Bible. Yes. You'll get that in a second. <laughs> yeah. Um, Stick around. But this is what we talk about sometimes. You, this is real talk. If you think this is not a conversation I would have with these guys with the camera off. You're lying. This is yourself. not a character. And if it was, who would ever pick this character to be? (laughs) (laughs) Like, this is who I am. This is a stressful thing. So here's my point. People are like, and I'm getting mixed messages. Mm -hmm. A lot of people as of late are saying, maybe you guys all, see, this is human nature. Let's just drop the facade here. We all have moments where we have these thoughts. We just pretend we don't care, right? Especially men, because we're supposed to go, (laughs) I don't care about it. You know, that's why the guys that get their head shaved, even though that would also be stressful, because like there's a you'd have to do that all a lot the of time. Upkeep. Yeah, exactly. Back to it. People are saying to me, hey, man, your hair's curly. I like it. Mm-hmm. Keep it long. Now, here's where I'm at. I don't think it's curly because what I compare curly to isn't my hair. Clint's is pretty curly. Yeah, yours like wavy. Yeah, but people call it curls. Mm-hmm. Now, I will admit the longer it gets, particularly in the front. As you can tell, I've had to do a lot to control this. I don't even know. I genuinely, when I tell you guys, this is not me joking. I have no idea what my hair looks like right now. It Um, it looks good. mm, You hesitated, and I'm not even mad (laughs) because I understand. Because I got to the point today, I said, there's no point. I can't. I don't have time to to tame this line. So that's a stressful thing, right? Because what I used to do, if you go to earlier episodes, right? Tight, tight on the sides. Mm Mm-hmm. Shortish on the top, and it's real easy because I just do kind of this messy, spiky thing. It's over. It's done. That's right, man. You got. And get I up still in try it. to do that now. We'll get to that in a second. <laughs> and it's very stressful. So I want to tell that. So, what do you guys do about that, guys, girls? How often do you get your hair cut? Hmm. Do you have a set amount of time that you get your hair cut? No, you just when it's bad. Me too. Honestly, man, this is one thing that I've this. A lot of our conversations going to go back to this question we've asked about four years ago. Um, but we'll get to. Yeah, we'll get to. But me, man, I'm actually, in a way, kind of convicted about this. I don't care about my hair as much as I used to. Now, some people out there are like, that's because you're a real man. But you're viewing that as a negative. And Explain reason, why. Because I look like a hobo sometimes. Why do you think you're not? Like, why is that a bad thing? Because some people could say, oh, AJ, that just means you're more confident. But in your own mind, you know no, it's not. It's, it's, if anything, it's because I've lost confidence in myself and I don't care to do it. Yeah, which is honest. Yeah, like, and that yeah. I mean that, like... Uh, again, you'll 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 see, but um, like for me, you know, I I today I haven't done anything to my hair. I woke up and this is how my hair. At least is. yours lays, man. Yes, I'm I'm lucky. I'm just lucky that it lays like this because I haven't done a single thing to my hair. 
Um, which is is almost uncomfortable to admit because we're on a show and people are like, Ew, you know, look at they're they're supposed to be host people. <laughs> they're supposed to be professional. <laughs> I mean, you're right, but <laughs> I mean, but, but but um, so yeah, man, I get that. But I actually want to make a point to you about this whole haircut thing. Yeah, when I'm you still said listening when you, you said when I'm you having, said people were like, why does he pick his phone up? There's two reasons. One, I get I take notes sometimes because mm-hmm. I can't read because my jacked up finger, my own handwriting. Two, because <laughs> I randomly get these texts and they will not stop. It's true. I, I've on. seen it. Um, so I want to make a point earlier about this whole haircut thing. I think in a way I understand how you, maybe you, you may not be able to cut hair, but the concept of it is very similar to being a waiter. Go on. You, I think you could do it in the sense of like, Oh, the way out. Cause I was a waiter at one yeah. point. Yeah. 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 So that's like, fair. It's but you don't thing. have to stay. Yeah, but you're not at that table for that's, 30 minutes. That's true. You're not just, that's, that, Imagine you're just that. sitting there. That is hard. And you're also trying to do something way more in-depth. You're trying to not mess up this person's hair while also having a conversation at the same time. It is and there are people that I've met who are very, very um, gifted at it. And part of that is it's just natural. You can tell. They're just, mm-hmm. hey, I'm good at my job. I don't have to panic. And also, like, I am, um, you know, good conversationalist. Yeah, and there's man. a lot of pressure with those jobs because. Tips, man. Well, people are mean. That too, you know, it doesn't matter. I've I've been in there before, mm-hmm. you know, and it's like you you the worst is one, listen. If you're one of these people, you need to you need to straighten yourself up here. You, you understand out. these people, <laughs> right? Walk in and they throw a fit because it's busy. So they go, "How long's the wait?" And they're like, "Oh, it's about an hour." And I've watched them yell at them. Yeah, sorry, people. I even heard someone one today. time say, "I don't remember if I heard this or the lady told me," but like, "Oh, you you're going to lunch, huh?" Like they are these these robot people mm-hmm. that aren't allowed to have. A lunch break if the line's long. Mm. And it reminds me of fast food, too, when I worked there, when they're like, what are you doing? Oh, yeah. Why are you taking a restroom break? You've got a line here. And it's like, I'm a human. Yep. I have to use the restroom. Mm-hmm. And, and, and the sad part about true, man. Is, is, is fast food workers are constantly on a borderline of losing their minds. And we don't have to be on all the time. And, in fact, we have people that are relegated to the back. And we we chain them back. No, we don't chain them. But we we send them to the back. <laughs> we chain them back there. And, uh, well, even if we industry. did chain, <laughs> even if we did chain them back, it's not because we want them to just. We have to keep them chained there to work. No, it's to save you from them. Um, <laughs> these are not happy people. Yeah, man, it's it's <laughs> tough. Definitely, man. yeah. You, they get very angry. Oh yeah, all the time in fast food, and you're like, what? Why are you so angry? You just got know, to the speaker. You just got up here. Service industry's hard, man, because they do kind of dehumanize people. <laughs> oh yeah, and that you know, I don't know, man. There's a lot of arrogant humans out there, and it's, it's just true jerks. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> anyway, haircut. So that's that. Back to yours. You know, you are blessed at least it lays. That's true. Um. So that's something. You. Uh... What I would say is. The other thing I'm kind of dealing with, and this has sort of been where I've been, right? I think I mentioned on the show that I'm trying to do, which my new planner just came in. I've been doing it on my phone now. It's oh, an hour by hour. It's okay? cool. It's an hour by hour and like your to-do top three things and all this other stuff. So if you're new or you're listening, um, my life is pretty wild as far as like busy, okay? And I hate saying that because everybody's life is busy. But I hate being trapped. Like I know you have to schedule things, but like hour to hour stuff, that to me has always been like, that's the dumbest thing. That's the Why last can't I just thing you live? wanted to do. But because things have gotten so stressful and there's so much to do, I've had to break down and do hour by hour. Like, dude, I'm having to put hours in of like, hang out with Daisy, make sure I put it in there so that I mm-hmm. force myself to do it, right? Otherwise, things get moved because one thing gets moved and another thing gets moved. Anyway, yep. so that's where I'm at, guys. I, got, I bought this new 
planner, which is so I don't know. There's it some part of cool, me. Man. There's some part of me that rebels in this, but I don't understand that at all. <laughs> so uh, yeah, okay. So why am I bringing that up? Because it's all part of this same thing, man. And I think I'm stuck in this loop, is what I've realized in life. And I don't know if you guys ever feel this way, even those of you out there. <clears throat> and I've mentioned before in the shows, like I think I'm in an existential crisis, which ironically, a good friend of mine, younger guy even, says he's in the same place. Mm. Um, he listens. Love you, brother. Shout out to you. Hang in there. I get it. So what's an existential crisis? Those moments when you start like pondering the meaning of life, right? Mm. As far as your day to day. Well, that's sort of moved into this place now as I've been processing this for the last few months, if you're a real talk, real one or a listener that's listening listens a lot. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to figure out like a rhythm. You know what I mean? Sure. Life should have a rhythm, man. It, it should have a rhythm. And mine has no rhythm. I get the concept. Except now here's where it gets interesting. A rhythm is not a loop. And I believe that I'm in a loop. Interesting. Okay. Okay. I, so a rhythm is, is like okay. this, right? Say it's a pendulum, and I've heard this. So I, you know, let's just use work and rest. You work, 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 work. I'm using. If you're listening on the podcast, think of like a pendulum swinging. So you work, 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 and then you naturally work less and rest, and then you work, 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 right? And then you rest. And honestly, biblically, and I've heard this before, is that God kind of describes a rhythm for our lives. Hmm. That's why He tells us to rest in general. What I'm learning, and I know I complain about this a lot, guys, but hopefully you can hear that it's sort of changing. It's almost like I'm getting deeper into the issues here. Beyond at first, it's like, I have no time for anything. I'm stressed all the time, too. Okay, I don't sleep, too. I need to rest, too. Like, okay, now I'm in this loop. I guess yeah. And the loop is... Recognizing things. What? <laughs> recognizing things. Yeah, I'm trying. Yeah. And I don't know if you ever feel this way. And I, You guys understand, because we're friends, we work together, all of us in the show, it's mm-hmm. hard to not... Sometimes the reason it can seem like we're just talking gibberish maybe or like random things is because we have real talks all the time. Yeah. So we almost have to not talk to each other to <laughs> did, be able to talk this? on the show. So today, we haven't really talked a lot today or the last mm-hmm. couple of days, like deep. Mm-hmm. I mean, we always share some things. But what I realized, man, with this loop is like it's kind of what I'm trying to do is what I've realized is the planner, the sleep, the rest, the fun list. It's all about me trying to get out of this loop. Because I'm tr- I've realized, and I said this before, I do not control my schedule. It controls me. And there's this part of me that looks at people who have their life very, very scheduled, and they seem, they always seem more stressed. Anxious, man. Right? But they, maybe they are. Some of them are. In fact, I know some of them are. Mm-hmm. When I look at my own life, it's like, but some of it, but they're also getting their crap done and, you know, their stuff done and, and seeming somewhat healthy. It's true. But it seems like you have to choose. And we talked about this briefly this morning, me and you guys. Mm-hmm. It's almost like you're forced to choose between being that person, which is an overly anxious, um, scheduled down to the minute person. Yeah. High like strong. even your fun. I used to joke with, uh, you know, Timmy T and his wife because she's listening. I love her dearly. Old jellyfish here. She used to always. Say, like, oh, we're having fun. I used to always tell her, I was like, I, I love hanging out with you guys, and I hate it, because in your mind, it always feels like we're in that. But I get her life. Her life is wild. Yeah. You know, being a mom, and she's a professional, too, and a wife, and she's really active in our church. So when I look at them, and I see that they're functioning, it's also, like, for me, I think I rebelled against it, not because I think they were doing anything wrong, but because to me, it's like, I feel like I'll suffocate. Mm-hmm. But then, on the other hand, if you don't, you're in this loop, and I feel like I'm always trying to catch up, and if it feels really crazy, that's how I feel. I'm talking fast to, like, put into, to, to sort of symbolize how I feel. Uh, yeah. And I, I, you know, 
guys, I don't know if you out there, you ever feel this way, but there are times that I'm like, how can this be life? I cannot catch up. Mm. I, I may, and, and if you're out there and you are, you know, share with us, how do you do it? How do you stay caught up and stay joyful and not suffocate? Because mm. I'm going to do this and I, and I, I think it is going to help. Okay. So regardless, I'm going to plan my stuff out and it'll definitely help me be more productive, you know, et cetera, et cetera. But, but when I think about this loop that I'm in, okay, so I have ministry, which happens to also be my job, but you guys know, and I'm not bragging about this, like I certainly do more than I'm paid for because it, it, yes. it's, I don't view it that way. I don't view that I'm doing the job to be paid. I'm just viewing that like as I'm doing ministry, the worker's worth his wages, I'm kind of getting taken care of to do that. Yeah. Right? So we've got that. So that's half this loop. But then I, you know, have family that I'm trying to balance, right? Mm-hmm. And just those two things alone, because for instance, you guys know if you're a listener show, I'm a new dad, love my daughter a lot. Her name's Daisy. Mm-hmm. And she, uh, I never did put a picture of her over on here, did I? I should mm-hmm. do that sometime because it's already out there now. Well, <laughs> <It's true>. <laughs> uh, I love her to death. And so I don't get to see her enough. So I feel guilty. So what I've done is I've made my schedule so that I'm essentially, she doesn't ever have a babysitter mm-hmm. because I am with her, right? Her mother's with her. But because of that, I'm still, because of my personality, I still want to always make up my hours and make my time, even though I'm not paid hourly, in order to get stuff done. Yeah. So I end up, what I've realized, and it's taken me a long time, is say I'm watching her, so two days of the week I watch her half a day, one day, and then one day I watch her whole day, mm-hmm. right? Maybe it's one on one now. It doesn't matter. And then the weekend. So, so like this weekend, this week's a great example. Okay, uh, I will have her half a day and two entire full day on Friday, full day on sun, uh, Saturday. Yep. It's different than normal by mm-hmm. myself because of some things that are happening. I love that. So I'm not complaining. Yeah. I'm not complaining. Sure, I don't think you are, right? but it because is I a love lot. the time with her. But then it's like that because I do that, which is good. I'm then overwhelmed and stressed and feeling guilty because I'm failing sometimes in professional professionally, which I'm trying to or ministerially. Right. And there's, it's not even the pendulum, dude. No, it's not. It's a loop because the pendulum would mean there'd be moments where it stops. It doesn't. Oh, yep. I see what you're saying now. I'm getting it. So for me, so let's say, okay, well, I'm going to be a better dad. Well, being a dad, better dad makes me a f- worse worker. Well, okay, so I'll be a better worker. I'm worse dad. Okay. I'll do both. Well, now I don't sleep and I'm grumpy and I'm bad at both of them. And, Okay, so maybe I find enough time where I can sleep and still do them. Okay, well, now I don't do anything except those two things. And guess what? It's never enough. I don't work well enough. I'm not a good enough dad. I don't do enough time. I give too much time here, too much time there. And it's like, so what I've tried to do, because I'm bullheaded, is try to continue to just, I've realized that my loop is partially caused by the fact. And if this is chaotic, I'm sorry, guys. So you need to help me, like for real, because in case they don't know, like if I'm not speaking clearly. But what ends up happening is... I, I end up acting like I can manipulate time. <laughs> yeah. No, for real, right? So part of the reason I don't sleep is like, okay, so I'm with Daisy for a full day. So now I will just go and work a full day. And right? So just... let's say you do that. Let's say I'm with her nine hours, and then I go work eight hours to make up for it. Now I'm 17. You guys know how many hours are in a day? 24. There's 24, right? So 24 minus 17 is what? Seven. Seven, yeah. Okay? Now... I'm already at a place. I should go to bed according to health right then. It's true. Sleep seven hours, get up and do it again. 
see the loop. Mm -hmm. If I don't do that, which I don't because I'm a guy that needs to decompress sometimes. Yep. So I'll rebel. We talked about this. There's a Japanese word for it, actually. Oh, we need to look that up again. PGB. He, uh, he'll, he'll find it. Funturn will find it. So it's, it's the Japanese word for like rebelling against sleep because yeah. you don't have your own time. Mm -hmm. So say I stay up only three hours. Two hours. Okay, I'm going to just, two hours just kind of decompress. By the way, before I even get to that, I can't believe I'm going to act like that's the only thing I do. Well, now I got to work out. I was literally okay? about to mention So now I got to work out. On short days, I'm looking at an hour. On long days, like tonight, I'm looking at an hour and a half because I have to do some cardio and working out. Well, why do you work out, Todd? Guys, listen, it's to the point now where I also need to do it for health. But it is one of the areas that helps me decompress yeah. a little. So you take an hour, but like tonight, I don't want to go. So it's not a positive. Mm -hmm. So now let's take an hour and a half off. Yep. That, right? So now we're at seven and a half. Now we are taking an hour off or six and a half. You take another hour, or I mean, five and a half. Take an hour if you're at six and a half. That's, that's correct, because I said seven, right? Take yeah. an hour off, you're at six. six. And then, okay, so I'm at five and a half hours left yep, in a day. five and a half. That's right. All right? Got to eat. Now, I might have snacked through there, but let's just get rid of that. So now I shower. Yep. 15 minutes. Okay? I got five hours, 15 minutes left in my day. Mm-hmm. I can go to bed right then. I know what you're saying. Todd, just go to bed. That's what normal people do. But then I lay there, and all I do, because I've, I've been going all day, is just look at the ceiling and go, have to do it again yep right so i might stay up another hour or two sure sometimes longer so let's say i stay up two hours now down, i have three hours three. and 15 minutes right mm -hmm. treading dangerous now i yeah, exactly <laughs> now i go to sleep that's probably realistic for me by the way it is and now i'm up and now guess what where's the joyful guy because i i feel like this is so area i don't need sleep i can easily just caffeinate through Mm -hmm. Well, here's the thing. I caffeinated through, so I can't sleep. So now I do what I did last night. Take these two sleep pills that I've been given. It's not illegal. I have them. Take them. I take <laughs> two of them, right? Because if I take one, it doesn't really help me. I take two. Then I kind of, maybe I oversleep an hour or two. Mm -hmm. I still, by the way, I'm not sleeping the normal amount of time a human should. No. And now, like today, I'm drowsy all day. So guess what I do then? Then I take more caffeine so that I'm awake. It's a loop. And there's the loop. You get what I mean? I feel like a whiner. I know a lot of you guys out there do it, and, and praise God that you're able to do it. And a lot of you people out there say, Todd, that's life. You just do your stuff, and you go to bed, and you get up and do it again. And I'm not saying that's not true. You guys know my motto. Take care of your business. Yeah. Um, um, what a weird sound that was. So it's just one of those things, man. It's like, and then before you know it, when you're in that loop, 24 hours becomes very, very short, even shorter than normal. So sometimes I feel like I'm forced to say, all right, Todd, in order to focus on the things most important in life, right, which let's say clearly God, family, ministry, mm -hmm. you, know, you just got to accept don't work out. Okay, if I don't work out, statistically, I'm not going to be as healthy, which mm -hmm. makes me not as good a, a dad anyway, right, long term. All aspects. Yeah, so it's just a crazy place to be, man. And, and I'm not, I, I, I've been raised, whether good or bad, it's, I feel like I'm whining. No so way. that's why sometimes it seems like I'm sort of rambling or stuttering, guys, because I'm fighting this urge inside of me that says this is weak and, and like, uh, complaining. And I'm not trying to say that. But real talk, in case you guys ever feel this way, and maybe you don't give yourself time to think about it, you're not alone in that. Mm. And I think sometimes you are going to be in seasons where it's going to feel like that to a degree. Which the problem is, and what I've got to understand, I think, is I have to... I'm going to have to sacrifice something. Mm. You get what I mean? Yeah. Um, or I've got to stop living my life. This is so. This is me processing with you guys. Mm -hmm. I got to stop living living my life trying to please everyone. Mm. 
So say that I'm not able to say I decided like, well, Todd, just get a babysitter. And I could. And I was raised with a babysitter at the time. Both my parents worked. I get that. But there's some part of me, man, that just doesn't want to do that. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm having such a hard time because here's the thing. Even when I go to work, you think I don't hear, hey, are you coming? going to have dinner? When are you going to be after dinner? Well, I can't stop to have dinner because I got to put my eight hours in mm-hmm. those days. Yep. You get what I mean? Gosh, man. Or then yeah. I got to work on Saturday or then I got to work. It's just, it's so hard, man. And I feel like, I think sometimes I get really mad because let's say, um, you know, people at work, maybe I miss a meeting or two. In their mind, I'm just partying all day and I just decided to blow off this meeting, which is so ridiculous. Yeah. Or at home, like, why aren't you here for dinner? You just, you know, we all have jobs. And I'm like, that's not real. That's not what I'm doing. I'm not partying. You're wrong. Mm-hmm. So I keep trying to prove to everyone, and this is the bad part of me, that that kind of tough guy is like, okay, I will do it all. <laughs> yeah, and that's and, where... Well, and I can't do that no. because I'm not Superman. So I'm sorry for rambling that long, guys. No, it's dude. just, I mean the crowd too. You guys out there, I, I don't mean to sound whiny or anything. I just, I guess, me, I don't know, man. It's a loop. And I don't know how to get out of it without... Like, I don't want to make Daisy have to go to a babysitter. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with that, by the way. Okay, I understand. Yeah, that's just your preference, man. You don't want that. But it, And maybe it's because I was I had to do that a lot, and I remember not. I don't know. Sure. I did all didn't, shaped I didn't, by I didn't things. Didn't, I didn't and didn't. My, you know, my parents were pretty cool. Like, they sacrificed each other, honestly, mm-hmm. for good or for bad. Because one worked day and one worked night most of our life. It was just when that crossover happened, you know? Yeah. So... Mm. Yeah, I can't, I think that's a big part of what I'm trying to figure out, man, is that loop and trying to figure out how to how to because there has to be a way. I refuse to accept what some people, and I don't think it's wrong, I've accepted. Mm. And praise God for them, the people that can get up. I guess I've seen a lot of guys that are falling in the trap of they're pleasers too. They've just given up health and they've given up any sort of actual real joy. Mm. And in the name of not any joy, that's terrible to say, like any personal freedom because they feel like that's the good Christian thing to do. And I think it is sometimes in some moments, but I can't do it, man. I don't know how people like, but even, but see, they can't even look down on me because you're not watching your, your, I get mad too, dude. That's another thing we talked about. I shouldn't even talk about this. I shouldn't say (laughs) what I'm about to say, (laughs) but I'm just going to be blunt with you. Mm -hmm. There are not a lot of dads doing what I'm doing as far as time. Now, the people in my personal life, they don't remember that. I'm just being blunt. That doesn't mean I'm a better dad. It means because some people can't do it because of their jobs, and I'm blessed to have a job with some freedom mm-hmm. that I can move my schedule around. So yeah. But what I'm trying to say is sometimes people in my personal life are saying it's not enough, and it's like, dude, nobody's doing what I'm doing in this regard, even if they have the freedom. Mm-hmm. Because you know why? They're smarter than me, and they recognize it's terribly unhealthy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> and I just have this weird guilt complex all the time with everyone. And that's weird to admit, mm. and it affects me more than I let on. So, you know, so weirdly enough, for as stubborn and bullheaded and um, as I can be, and I am, and I'm a fighter. And I, one of the things, but well, I've went to counseling before. You know, many of you have, and I always tell people that I let you in on my personal life because some people feel weird about doing that. So I went to counseling years ago, mm. and I remember them telling me that I'm, for all my bullheadedness, maybe being a leader, all these things, I can be manipulated through guilt. They said, Todd, all someone has to do is use your desire to be a good man to manipulate you. Mm. So this is what they mean, right? Well, if you were a good man, you would be 
home more often. If you were a good man, you would have you would never miss these meetings. Mm-hmm. So then my mind goes, okay, I've got to I've got to take it up a notch. Well, there's no more notches to take it up, and that's and then I feel guilty because that's not everyone else's fault. Because what ends up happening is I can become tired. I'm out of control. I'm bitter. Sometimes I let my spiritual development and my relationship with God be the thing that gets pushed aside, mm. and then you're definitely in trouble. Yep. You know, man, does that it's make good. sense? Or does that sound like a bunch no, of rambling no. craziness? I was, I was about to say, I was about to mention something, man. I think what you're voicing right now is what a lot of people feel in life. Yeah, I they, guess they, I, they do either. They? <laughs> I think so. Here's the thing: they either, they either. I think there's there's only two roads here. They either face that feeling that you're you're describing, or they don't. Straight up. So, like you said, it, for people to accept that loop sort of thing is not wrong. It's not wrong, but I think that does beg the question of like, what are you missing? So like, what are you missing by accepting that? And I think that that's one thing that I appreciate about you is you're always asking that question to yourself and to other men and, and people in general. Is like, yeah, you can accept whatever you have going on right now, this loop that you're talking about, but is there more to this? And a lot of people, and I think that's that's where it comes back to the question, like there's only two ways you can go here. Either you accept that loop we're talking about and then you just live with it, which, again, is not wrong, or you do question mm. it and you know, there could be more to life for you. And so, um, you know, one thing I did want to ask, though, was when you're talking about this loop, right, and you're talking about all this, and like you said, like, I don't want to say I'm complaining or anything because I don't think you are. Being in this loop, is there joy in this loop or is it or is it all, all, all depression, like depressing? You know, like, is there hope in this loop or, or does this loop have it? Ha- it must be broken. You know what I'm saying? Can I find joy in the loop? Yeah. I'm having a hard time, man. Mm-hmm. And, and I guess maybe that's what I'm understanding is I have to sacrifice. Like, I'm going to have to accept that some days that's life. Mm. Do the loop. Go to bed at that 7 o'clock, that 7-hour thing I just mentioned. Yeah. And accept that. Mm. You don't get to have time to read today. You don't get to meaning, like, for fun, right? Yeah. Because um, I like to read. or do You don't get it. Accept it. And I think that's where I'm at, man. Is that life? Mm. Is that is that life? And I definitely think there are times it is. You know, it just life means I guess for me what I'm what I'm really pushing back on is am I being forced into a box? Is there another way to do it all? And I think for me, some of it is the people pleasing in me has to stop. Mm. And if I have to this is hard to admit. What I'm realizing is as much as I don't care what people think, and I don't to a degree, I really don't, right? That's how I can say some of the things I say if I think it's true. Oh, definitely. But there is a part of me that cares what people think in the sense of I want to be a good man, and I want to be, I want to follow God, and I don't want to let people down. I don't want to hurt people. And, you know, maybe I'm trying to be the Savior sometimes. I don't know. Mm. It... it <clears throat> I just feel like, I guess to do that, to settle into the loop in which at the end of the day, and men do this, that seven hour comes and I just go to bed, means killing a part of myself that I don't want to let go of. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah. And maybe that's wrong. Maybe I'm supposed to. Mm. 
And I can hear people out there going, yeah, let go of childish things. There, the Bible says that. And I'm like, well, you're taking that out of context, first of all. Sure. But, but you know. I, I don't know if you have to let go of that thing. Because I think part of it, what I think. And maybe being, real is, quick, maybe being organized is going to make this loop natural. Like, even maybe being hyper-organized is going to help me. You know maybe, what I mean? Mm-hmm. But go ahead. I, I don't think, first of all, I think you should try and find the thing that you're afraid to lose. I, I, I don't know. Do you know what it is? Honestly, Todd? About why? What do you mean? The thing that you feel like when you're, by doing this, by by going in this loop that you'll be letting go of, what is that thing? Do you know what it is? Oh, that I'd be letting go of? Freedom. Mm-hmm. Uh, myself. Uh, the part of me that loves to think and read and talk deep and have relationships that are, um, that, that are deeper than, hey, how's it going? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm not, I'm, and that sounds arrogant. I don't mean it to. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. No, I, I think that's, I think a lot of men have given up on that. I think a lot of men have given up on that. And I think, you know, it's very interesting. I watched a podcast uh, this week, well, bits and pieces of a podcast. And it was uh, from Joe Rogan. And I forget the guy that all I know is this guy, when he was first starting out and all the stuff, is he went to go find a uh, dinosaur in the Congo. And, <laughs> Such uh, a random thing, yeah. And he's a he's a and he used to be a, a comedian and he's a really cool guy and every time in his life where things would get too heavy too crazy where he'd be feeling like you guess where he went he went back to Africa because hmm. the first place he went at the beginning is he went to the Congo and he he went back to this Africa just Africa and he went back out into the wilds and he would go with these tribes and these are full tribes barely inter- inter- any interaction that he's hunting with them he's running around with them and he's not necessarily doing well sure. by any means because these men have been hunting their whole lives so they're running for like seven days straight and he's like can we please stop oh yeah can we please stop it, it's that one and it, but he said you know it's real. the biggest thing he said is he said He's like, you know, it's real interesting. It, it takes me about a day or two. You don't realize all the mental addictions you have or all Oof. these little things that you have. And about, after about a day or two, I feel free. Mm. Of doing that? Uh-huh. He's just like, I'm just there. And eventually, I, I throw down my cell phone. I let go of all this stuff that's going on. And I'm just there with this tribe, and I'm just free. Mm. And I'm just doing what a man should do. And I'm just running around with them. I'm learning from the village elder. I'm learning from the village doctor. I'm hunting with them. I'm he hunted baboons. I saw that. And like yeah. so, like it's it's that guy. And he 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 kept talking about this. And I remember going, huh? That's a very interesting thing. Now for him, he always goes back to Africa. But maybe it's a question of what's that one thing you go back to that makes you feel free? Reminds and me. And I of, think I that's think good. It's a good question. Well, the heart. Because I think we we get so lost. There's a funny quote I could say there, but I'm not going to. There's a you you we get so lost as men today in all this crap that's around us because it's all it's all pointless because men men and how they how they're portrayed in the Bible, but also how we are biologically isn't meant to necessarily be. We are savages that have been domesticated and and you see this plight across manhood the reason you see the problems is because manhood has been domesticated and men are not knowing what the the what to do we're 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 dying on the inside because we're not doing what men should do and we all know that but here's the thing say let's take you cuz i think you do know and me too but and i'm not picking on you so hear me on this oh, no. cuz i you i everything you just said is honestly really good dude and it actually made me like have a realization so thank you for sharing um 
because the question you asked was very deep. What it makes you feel free. But when I was thinking, so say you, right? You know that you like me, and you still be on your phone. Mm-hmm. What are you? What are we? What are we looking for then? Now I know what Wild Heart tells us, and I believe it because I've seen it. Adventure, you know mm-hmm. that life means more. Like, and this isn't about even ministry. Listen, you can be a widget maker in a factory, and you're just as important as a king for the lives that you interact. You know, we live in the reality of the, of the Bible being true, the gospel, the kingdom, and like. You're a, you can be a king in that, right? You're mm-hmm. living your life purposefully. You're being the best widget maker you can while also loving people around you and you know, all those things. But it's like, you know, why do we keep doing that? And so for me, it's not necessarily my phone in the same sense. I mean, I do. Yeah. I mean, that's certainly, I think that's deep enough. We could go on and on about that. Oh, yeah. Like what, what that's all done to us, right? Oh, absolutely. But, um, well, for me, it's relationships, man. For me, it's, Excuse me, it's human connection. Because there's only kind of two modes for me, I've noticed. I can actually go solo mode and entertain myself and be completely fine. Mm-hmm. I can. Like yeah. It might take me, it's weird. You know me, I like to read, I'm a nerd. Sure. I can fall in that, in that place. And I also, but it's like, I don't even know how to put it in words. It's, but I'm not allowed to do that either. Mm-hmm. Because society says you can't. Well, and we shouldn't because we're made to be in right. relationship. Yeah. And our American culture, like, so when you describe that, there's a part of me that goes, yeah, that's living. But those dudes are with each other all the time. They're probably joking in their own ways. They're laughing. They're they're well, they're committed to a singular purpose. So in the moment they're hunting baboons, right, they're doing it for a reason. I don't remember if they're doing it for food. They're probably they, are. They right? are doing it for food. So they're hunting these baboons for food. Yeah. They, this, is, this is like, and maybe that's the point, man. You just got, maybe it's viewing Dude. things as hunting the baboon. Uh-huh. Mm. And, and you don't know what? That you brought up something that I don't even know if you remember from it. That's what he said. He said when he was there, you know, it's it's ridiculous. Mm. He's like, I couldn't fully understand the language because the language they were speaking was a, a, a kind of a the click language that we all hear about. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I, I couldn't fully understand him, but every night they would come back, they're eating all this, they'd eat the baboon, they'd eat all this stuff, they cook all the food. And from from morning till till they lay their head on the pillows, they're laughing, they're joking, they're having a good time time they're smiling that not a single one of them are sad Mm. not a single one of them is is depressed like like he even brought up the idea of like when they talked about america they're like why would i want to go to america that's the place where people jump off buildings why why would they do that and that that concept for this tribe is so foreign to them Mm. and and it just reminds me because you brought up that point like it, it's it's so much more simpler, and they're just they're just doing it. Which we can also go into the the fact that they were just laughing at fart jokes and stuff like that, and how vulgar our culture is at this point. That we have taken everything far too far, which is what he talks about in the natural podcast. But a hundred percent, that's what it is. It's just going mm-hmm. back to the simplicity, the simplicity of this, because I think we as men. <laughs> Good sermon you oh, did. Simplicity. Yeah. I, I think as men, we complicate things far too much. And well, then we get bored of in the context. We say that. Everybody says that. I guess what I'm trying to say is like, yes, we do. What is it to not to to simplify it, though? Yeah, other than... think about life, I'm, looking I, at a phone scrolling is pretty simple to me. That's a pretty simple thing you're doing. 
So yes, like, yes. But, but one of the things I take from you, right, is a guy. I told you guys this recently. It was Jocko Willink. Okay, mm-hmm. he's Jocko. not telling you. He doesn't actually cuss that much. Weirdly, no, he doesn't. Former Navy SEAL. He's kind of a motivational guy. He's got podcasts. Pretty cool guy. He's accomplished a lot. Yeah. Oh, yes. What's interesting is he mentioned he actually was a terrible. And I wasn't a great athlete, which made it even more impressive that he beat that stuff. But he said this thing, and I told you guys a few weeks ago, and I think it's true. And I do this sometimes, but I think maybe this is the key in what you're talking about. He's like, stop thinking about it. Stop mm-hmm. thinking about the thing and just do the thing. Mm. So like if I get up and I know like right now and I know I have to go tonight and lift and run and I'm sitting here telling myself, okay, you could be doing this. You're going to be taking your time away from Daisy, but you also have work to do and how you're going to fit this in and it's going to be miserable. And then you got by the time you're done, it's late and you're going to have to go to bed and all these things. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. By that point, I've sucked any joy that actually comes from it out of it. Plus, I've also made it difficult for me to even do it. Yeah, because you've psyched yourself out. And, and, and like, so I think you, you brought up a good point, kind of unintentionally even, in that maybe that's part of it too. Maybe I'm overthinking things, mm. um, which is, oh, that's another thing that frustrated me this week, unrelated to all this. <laughs> I'll, actually, I'm going to bring that up after this. All right. Actually, um, you want to know, this actually relates all back to a verse. This, this hit me a few weeks ago in one of your sermons. I can't remember which one. I would have to get my notebook, and that's nowhere near close, and I'd have to run in front of the camera. So <laughs> I, I wrote down the note, and it was a childlike faith. And this all goes back to that idea of childlike faith. Have childlike <laughs> faith, and you you don't worry about those things. It, it, think about it's your daughter. You, da- Daisy doesn't care. Doesn't worry about it. I mean, about she's that stuff. She's so free. Mm-hmm. She's so yep. free. She just yep. runs around, and she just trusts that the, it's going to be okay. She's going to do this. She's not. She's not complaining about what's going to happen she's not she's doing and ironically jocko is not Mm. a christian but it's that same thing it's that childlike faith that's even what jesus is trying to tell us of like just let it go okay we're saying it and and everything you're saying is true how do we well no i'm not calling you out what i'm saying is how do we move from the knowledge to doing it the other thing gosh what Mm. did you just say i'm losing my train of thought yeah, I don't know. I, I guess I can end this conversation because I don't want to keep going about it. But it, it is hard. It's hard to get out of this loop for me. Yeah. And, and I do think about it a lot and because it, I am certainly not content. And I look around at other people, and then I can start thinking there's something wrong with me because I'm like, well, everybody else seems pretty content in it. Mm-hmm. Now I remember what I was going to say about um, being free. Why, when I look back, and I'm sure it wasn't because I was sad, and, you know, and I'm not... Why was I more free before I was in church and a believer? And I'm not talking free to sin. I'm talking about I felt you said it yourself too. I'll tell you what it is. I think a lot of it is, you know why I can't be like Daisy and be free, even though he says childlike faith? Because the church won't let you. The church won't let you do that. You can't not worry. You can't let go of your sin. You can't re- confess and repent and move on because the church won't let you. Somebody's got to make sure you know how sucky you are and we know there's goats and, and tares in the wheat and all this, but the thing, that, and I don't give a poopy doopy if, if they upset. The part, the big part of this is Christians should be biblically literate, no. But I'm biblically literate, and I still struggle to get swept along the current. But, yeah. Oh, me too. Um, Christian leaders, man. You guys, you guys are the ones, we are the ones who are causing this because you, you're following this culture, which is kind of in our series, Dude. that half of it doesn't even... F- doesn't actually got Jesus didn't actually say it had to be done that way, but because that's the way it's done, we've we've we didn't, but people don't want to hear it. We've created these man made rules, man, and added them to the gospel. Mm. Itching ears, you know. And then all of a sudden, you 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 know it's not right. It's just it's all a weird game, man. It's all 
And and that this is a little off topic. Now we moved into church, but mm-hmm. you just made that comment about Daisy living free, and I've thought about that a lot because I told you that a few weeks ago. Of like, yeah. hey, I see her running around. I'm like, man, she just laughs and smiles, and mm-hmm. you know, she got to go to the bathroom. She goes to the bathroom when she's hungry. She's hungry, and yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying all of that's good, but it's like, good golly, man. I don't know. I just want to get out of the loop. Curious how you that's guys, good, how do you guys get out of the loop? Does do you not think about it? I mean, if you have any thoughts, let us know. Mm-hmm. Also, you guys got to start telling me some of the comments people make. Just so you guys know, because I don't comment, I'm going to blame AJ this because I get blamed for everything. He doesn't tell me a singular thing that's commented. That's true. And I'm not on <laughs> Facebook right now, and he does not tell me a singular thing. I'll make sure I do that for no one. <laughs> and because uh, I know there's good stuff. Oh, absolutely. It is good stuff. And I'll, that's oh, kind of not to fair Norman, to you because yeah. then you get to. You don't do you get to think that by yourself you're even able to respond to them adequately, or you just get in the habit of like, I have to respond? Uh, it depends. Depends yeah, on the so amount. We shouldn't do that because then yeah. we're getting past what we do. Mm yeah, it depends. Because on the then email. I could even get on the other a thing and like help with you or like Clint, you know what I mean? Like, but like you're doing the same thing. You're holding this weirdo weight because you think you're supposed to, and trying to do the right thing, and in turn you're not doing the right thing the right way. That's so true. Isn't man. that how weird it is? Man. Yeah, I'm being too deep now. No, it's not. No, it's not, not to you. Good. Not to you guys. Yeah, to the people out there, like you guys are liners. Probably. Dude, if trying like you did is interesting if, to me. I'll just go ahead, Clint. Re- real quick, if you didn't think. For the love of everything, when you listen to people talk and you don't understand it, one, ask the questions. That's why we have the link. And that's why the link exists. True. It's so important. Ask those questions you have. But two, think. Just try to think about it. And and that's why questions are so important because if you can't get there thinking about it and slowing yourself down and getting out of this this crap that's going on in the world, just everything that's around you, and, and if you can't slow down enough to do that, then ask the question that hopefully we can answer to make some of these this this deeper thoughts make sense because yeah. that's how you grow. And I think a lot in my life, and I'm speaking to myself mostly, I've let myself, and it's, it's something Todd told me about. It's called an open mindset and a closed mindset. I think a lot of people have gone into a closed mindset, and I went from an open mi- an open mindset to a closed mindset. A closed mindset means that you you don't let new ideas in. An open mindset means you're like a sponge, essentially. Mm-hmm. You just you 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 contemplate everything. And I think a lot of us need to take a second to just slow down, slow down. If you didn't understand any of that, and you're like, oh, that was too deep, that was too Oops. much. Slow down for a second. Listen back to it. That was really good stuff. Yeah, I don't know. And hopefully, thank you, Clint. I think that's good stuff. It's good advice. Um, I don't know. Maybe I'm just rebelling. I don't know. I don't know. So that's where I'm at. I'll make one more comment. Yes. This is a this is venting. So this week we had a member meeting. This complete shift in years. Mm-hmm. Shifting years. Do I know that some people in our church listen to this and might get irritated? I'm not talking about you necessarily. Um, sure, I don't care. That's what the show is about. I mean, I care. And but a lot of you aren't that listen to the show, so I'm gonna I'm gonna explain this. So we had a member meeting. We have this monthly. You're supposed to. Yeah. And in it, I made this comment of. Stay with this is the story. I made this comment at the end of like we had to hire some new staff because we just can't do it anymore. And I was trying to explain to people because people get weird about money in churches. They just do. Um, and I said, hey guys, I you know I could have tried to ta- I could have taken this money myself, but I believe enough in these guys and in what we need that I'm giving that up. So yeah. later, I ended up the next day clarifying and posting in this like member board we have kind of online yeah. that hey guys, just want to clarify. I wasn't saying that I have the power to take the money all myself. There's a board that controls what I get paid, which is true. Yeah. I have nothing to do with my payment. And everybody was really encouraging. Well, someone wrote in this in there, and I love you, and but I think the wording's funny. I understand you're overthinking, Todd. 
Didn't think anything of it, you know, but we love you. And I'm like, you know what? It kind of irritated me for a minute because let me explain something to all of you. When, let me tell you something about leadership. I'm not overthinking. <laughs> I've done this long enough to know that even if out of 10, if eight people don't take it wrong, two will. Yeah. And what I've learned to do, and this is part of leadership too, sometimes you just got to eat it, is you got to look like you don't know what you're doing even though you do. Mm. Because I promise you, I promise you, somebody in that room thought that's what I was saying. Mm. Guarantee it. And they're not the ones that are going to post and say, oh, I was one of those people, thanks for they'll clarifying. They'll it. never clarify. Yeah. No, they may change their thought once I say it, but they'll never admit they had that thought. Got you. Um, and it just kind of bothered me, hit my pride, I guess, because it's just such a like... Leadership people, I always tell you guys it sounds bad. If you assume a miscommunication is taken, like assume someone's going to take your words wrong. Mm. And by the way, you, you, sometimes you just say it anyway. <laughs> but sometimes if you can if you can stop a fire before it starts, do it. Yeah, but that that's was just good. a random thing that happened that mm. kind of irked me. Even though I know the heart of the person they mean it that way, but it's like, oh, there's that Todd overthinking. I'm like, part of me can be like, oh no, you guys aren't thinking because I trust me in my experience. This stuff happens. Yeah. But our church is really, really cool, and I do believe that less of them would think that than others. That's fair, but, but it doesn't mean it's not Isn't there. it funny how our pride is, though? It just kind of hit, because I eat it a lot. People think that a lot, like, oh, Todd, ha-ha. Like, you know, you guys know, I'll say something, and people are like, you're just being paranoid, and then it ends up happening. Oh, yeah, definitely. because, you know, and then there's people that have been doing it longer than me, and I'm like, man, I wish I would have listened to those people back when they were <laughs> telling me stuff. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, dude. So, I am. Anyway, enough rambling. No, it's good stuff. I do have that word for the. Uh, I have it in English, and then I'm gonna try it in Japanese. Oh yeah, okay. it's not gonna go well. But uh, it's Ioi, mm-hmm. Ioi in Japanese, and it's called uh, the translation is revenge bedtime procrastination. Yep, revenge bedtime procrastination. Nice. That's it, man. That's, <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> yeah, man. That's uh, it makes sense to like have to like go through that like that struggle of like rebelling though because like the way you broke it down man it's so true like the day just goes man and it's like gotta have some freedom somewhere (laughs) Mm. so you just sacrifice as much as you can usually end up being asleep so but um one thing that came to my mind um when you were talking about you know throughout this conversation was like you know, guys bringing up like childlike faith and all that stuff. One thing for me that I personally struggle with is um, the idea of childlike faith a lot of the time because when I think about like trying to like live so free like that, I to me it goes the wrong way. <laughs> like like for me it goes so? like for me childlike faith a lot of the time. And again, I'm not saying this is good, but um, a lot of time childlike faith for me is like when it, when it says don't worry, it means don't worry about anything, and I'm like. Well, that's not good, because then I'm gonna be in a hole with any everything. Because then I'm literally not thinking. I'm not. Mm. I'm not thinking about people. I'm not thinking. About, and it's like, well, that's not good. So I know for me, and that's just my mind. I my mind can be uh, extremist sometimes. So like, um, that is one of my struggles when it comes to like childlike faith. Is like, <laughs> I tend to like it almost. It almost makes me like fall <coughs> fall into a place of like, okay, that means don't care about anything. That means don't. <laughs> And it's like, nope, that's not what that means. But I know that's just that's something I have to personally fight. Well, I don't think that's what you know. The biggest thing with a kid, and he said it, they don't worry, mm-hmm. babies, right? At least like 
like Daisy does this all the time. She will literally be playing on the couch and hurl herself backwards because mm-hmm. it's fun. And she just knows. Now it's sad because over time you're going to learn that I'm, for instance, I'm not God. I'm not, I can't always be there and you're going to be hurt. But she believes like, oh, I'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Something's going to happen. To help, you know. And there's a faith in that, a faith in me, right, for instance. Yep. We got to have that kind of faith in God sometimes of like, hey, you know, they're going to come through. Or like she doesn't think to herself or at least show outwardly, um, you know, what's going to happen tomorrow? What Jesus talks about. That's too. good, man. Anyway, moving on. Good stuff. Thanks, guys. Yeah, Thank absolutely. you, Clint. That was good stuff. All right, man, we got a couple questions. All right. Number one, uh, they give us a link here and said, can you guys give this a watch and tell me what you think? I love this song. The music video seemed like a lot. The song is Oxygen by, I believe his name is Zanti. That sounds right. Ironically, I don't know if I sent it to you guys so, a few months ago. I heard this song and it was pretty powerful. So interesting. Yeah. Um, cool so there's song. a music video to it. Yeah. Cool song. Um, the video is a little odd. Um, you know, it's very like abstract. It's very like, it's hard to put a word to it, but like, you know, you guys will have to uh, give it a watch. Um, but it's, it's definitely like the, the focus of the music is cool because of like the message of like the idea of like oxygen and how like he, you know, he's alive now because of Christ. But like it's um, the, the, but if you're just watching the video and not listening to the words, mm-hmm. like, you, I don't think you would get that message. That's, dude, that's a good way to put it, dude. Yes. Yeah, so like if you're just watching it and like, you're like, Oh, like this music's cool. Like you're not actually listening to the message of the song. You may not understand that it's actually about Jesus. <laughs> so like, my only justification that, because I know we, we watched it, and I was like, I just, the only justification I could even think of as to why they filmed the video the way they did is they kind of made it a little more edgy to almost draw people in that usually wouldn't want to. Yeah. But. But real quick before you do, so describe it to people listening to the podcast. The song's called Oxygen, and the and the chorus is, um, what is that chorus? Oxygen, I can't live without you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's comparing like God is our oxygen. You can't live without him, right? Mm-hmm. And you've been calling to me, calling my name, calling my name. Oh, gosh. <sighs> AJ, it's fine. Okay. I'm just explaining. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the whole song is about God being our oxygen. It's a beautiful mm-hmm. song. Absolutely. In its words, you would actually view it almost like it's in a cathedral and people are like, he's singing it with a choir, right? Mm-hmm. The music video involves blood, darkness, him being trapped behind some kind of weird plastic wall. Oh, yeah. Creepy ghost-like women with veils over their faces singing, singing. behind him and disappearing. Yeah. Playing in blood. I mean, it looks like blood. This this like oxygen mask, but actually has blood coming into him. Yeah. So, yeah. It's, if you don't know anything... It's strange, man. ...about Christianity... <laughs> That's a weird video. It, yeah, well, definitely. And I like what you said. It's pretty powerful because I was trying to put words in it. Does it communicate anything? If you didn't know the words, what would it communicate? And yeah. It would be creepy. Definitely. It's 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 it's, it's but a I guess very we do know eerie feeling. I read a comment. I took a screenshot of someone in the video, like comments, because I was curious what people were thinking about yeah. it. Yeah. And they, the guy said this, some free pub for you, at Daniel Reagan, R-A-G-I-N, 2880. So some guy. But I should say his name. All right. So at Daniel Reagan 2880. This is on YouTube. He said, I quote, I thought it was a tad scary, but I realized this is actually something that I needed. I was thrown off when I saw the splatter. There's blood splatter around. He goes, it turns out blood turns red when it receives oxygen. You're covered when you breathe in his presence. Mm. So he's saying it's so deep of like, you're covered in the blood of Christ 
by breathing is his presence. His <sighs> presence brings that the blood of Christ. Yeah. And, has become your life and your oxygen. So it's cool that there's people in there. And the thing I will say in the comments, there were a lot of people still saying praise Jesus and all that. Yeah. And maybe it's not written to be like evangelical or like an outreach song. Uh, I definitely would not have personally, I think it takes away from the beauty of the song. If you ask me. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's uh, strange. I'm still going to listen to the song. Sure. But I would not have wanted to watch the video because with the picture in my head, when I hear that song was literally a guy in a choir just singing, Mm. you know, beautiful yes and don't get me wrong i'm a weirdo so like i like weird stuff <laughs> so like the the creativity behind it to me is cool why is it creative see sometimes i like to push into you into this mm-hmm. why are things only created when they're dark and evil because like, that's how you come off sometimes <laughs> like things are only creative when they're evil and dark and like not evil evil but like yeah. kind of dark and bloody and like like just weird metal that, sounds. That is just, metal sounds. That is just my personal. But what makes that creative to you? Um, I think you know I what just, I'm saying. Like, what? How is that? I'm not saying you're wrong. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So anybody's listening, I'm genuinely asking because mm-hmm. this is such a you thing, right? Why are you so drawn to that? Like, there's um, certain songs you only like the song. I'm just gonna call this out a little bit, right? Yeah. And I'm not mad. It's just interesting because I know your heart, and I don't think it's wrong. I'm genuinely want to know you. You brought up Skillet yesterday. Yeah. And we tried to tell you this new... I tried to tell you this... You're like, hey, they're using the Skillet song for like... What is it? Elimination Chamber? Yeah. WWE. And I was like, oh, man, I wonder if it's one of their new ones. And you're like... And you're like, yeah, they were okay. I listened to a couple. And I'm like, dude, they're awesome. Then all of a sudden, you find out that this secular rock star was on one of the songs. And all of a sudden, you're like, this song's awesome, man. But you didn't think that till you knew he was singing on it. <laughs> That's what it seems like. Yeah. So I'm not angry. People are like, how are you angry? He's my friend. I've always wondered this about you. And if you go watch the show from the beginning, this is a running, kind of a running thing with us. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So before, this is kind of an aside. We'll come back to it. Why do you only think, think like, what is creative about that? So I think that. Oh, two questions. What's mm-hmm. creative about that? Okay. Like genuinely, specifically. Follow-up yes. question, why are those types of things only creative? If I put a video and it's like white and he's a stained glass and light's coming down and it's happens in darkness, you don't say that's creative in my mind. Mm-hmm. But if there's blood and creepy stuff, mm-hmm. it's creative. I think that is more of a personal, it's more of a personal taste in, in, in like just the eerie. I just, that's just how I am. And that's just... That's what I'm asking you. Yeah. Okay, so that's true and I respect that. I like some eerie stuff, but like... Yes. Why... Was that creative to you? Um, I think it's it's hard to explain, man. It's like it's just this because the word creative is very different. If you said it's really really cool, I'm like, okay, your taste. And I'm mm-hmm. not saying you're wrong, even that it's yeah. not creative because clearly there were other people who said the same thing. It's a deep video. Yes, it is. Clearly, he was creative in some of the things he's. I think for me, you kind of like the macabre, uh-huh, using that word. There. Yes. Um, I think for me, man, it's it's this idea of using this imagery that usually wouldn't mean hope in this okay. in this case right so okay. like so for this video he's using these these eerie images to promote a message of hope when you wouldn't and, and that can reach different people so for me the creativity behind it is like how can i take these odd things and create create a message that it usually wouldn't mean. Does that make sense? Yes. And I also, I'm not even disagreeing that some of it wasn't creative, especially when I read that part. Mm-hmm. This is bigger than that with you. Do you notice, and maybe I'm crazy, mm-hmm. would you agree 
that you tend to find things more dark, more creative than things that are, for lack of a better word, more light? Mm. That's a good question. I think yes. <laughs> that is what I don't understand about you. Mm-hmm. So let's go back to the, the, the skillet thing. Did yeah. you even notice that you did that? I didn't bring it up last night. No, because because for me, you kind of blew it. off the new. Did he not the new Skillet album? Yeah, you kind of like looked at me like, yeah, dude, it's okay. Until you heard that that guy was on one of the songs, and then you were like, hey, you hearing this song, man? It's sick. I was like, <laughs> I told you that, dude. <laughs> um, honestly, no, I didn't really notice I did that. Do you see it now or no? It's okay if we disagree. Yeah, no, I see it because like, um, so do you? Why did you kind of blow it off at first, maybe? Um, I guess I didn't. Re- I guess I didn't realize I was blowing it off because I think for me I was more like, oh, like yeah, I like Skillet. I just like their older stuff more. Like, uh-huh, but now all of a sudden you love their new that newer stuff song. I f- I found it interesting that they had a guy from Three Days Grace. That's on. not what you said. You said it was a sick song and is going to be used on all kinds of things now. Oh, that yeah. was your exact words. Yes, I think that <laughs> yes, because I was like, it's going to be over like ESPN because like the sound of it is like that is like oh, but the sound. Would you have thought the sound was that good if it wasn't him that you knew? Like me, I didn't know he was in there. I just thought it was them. Mm-hmm. Like that, and that might be hard to even know. Maybe you don't know the answer to that. Yeah, I don't know. Actually, that's a good question. You just have that, a weird. That's not weird. I shouldn't say that. You, yeah, I guess it's weird. Like I have a weird <laughs> fascination with certain things too, and like my taste is yeah. considered dark to to say compared to like Mandy or Gabby, probably right. <laughs> right. We know yes. mine is definitely, and I'm with you most of the time. I'm not mm-hmm. even saying I dislike it, but there's a line sometimes that like I can still. This is not better than you. I'm just very you. Um, you're very intriguing to me in this. Mm-hmm. Because, like, I love Edgar Allan Poe. I love, re- you yeah. know, I like watching horror shorts. I've said this. Some people yeah. can't because it's very interesting. Mm-hmm. And I like that. Yeah. But I can also look at, like, that video. If that video had just been him in white, or if he'd been in black, and then that blood splattered on it turned to white, I'd have been like, that's beautiful. Mm. I don't think you would have been like, that's as beautiful or creative. That's and, fair. And that's maybe a fair, you would have. That's fair. No, that's and that's a fair why I get, I get so fascinated by it, because it's almost like that's all that is deep and artistic to you. Mm. Which isn't wrong. Like Edgar Allan Poe wrote a certain genre for a reason, right? You know, yeah. Um, it's just interesting. Sorry, this I is complete. It, people are like, "Why are you guys talking about this?" No, this I, who we are. I love this conversation. I think that it's um, for me personally. I think that is just. It's hard. It's I guess it's hard to explain. Maybe this will help. Like, don't overthink. Explain it. Let me ask you this: When you think about it, mm-hmm. okay. Remember, okay. Let's think about your draw to secular music. Which yes. again. If you know us, we're not legalistic. I listen to secular music. There's some I don't, mm-hmm. okay, because it just puts it goes too far. I feel conviction in it. Yes. You went through a period where you literally felt like God told you because of your obsession with it. You need to let go of some of this dark music for a while. Definitely. And you couldn't do it. It's true. It's Why? Struggle. What is the draw mm-hmm. to that? I think the draw to it is is hmm. I think the draw to it is is feeling the raw like the raw emotion of like. And you don't think that? Oh, go ahead. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. This like, is our this is me just being interested in what you're saying. Yeah, like the raw emotion that I can relate to, like you know, like I can f- I can relate to this 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 this. Um, it's it's hard to explain, man. Like this this feeling, which I know, like you know, going back to faith for a second, like I know, like truth is bigger than feelings, so like that's probably why it's hard for me. But like. uh the reason why it's so drawing to me is because I can relate to it in a way. And man, like it just, it gives like, I feel it. 
Like, I just feel it inside of me, you know? Like, like I just feel it, dude. So it's like, I don't know. It's it's very interesting. Um, and, like, I guess the reason why it, it can be so attractive sometimes is because it's hard to put into words how you can feel sometimes, especially when it's, like, a not, like it's a, like a, not a good feeling. But then when you hear it, it's like, that's it. That 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 is how I feel. So taking that one, I'm not even going to say the name of that band that we ended up finding out essentially created a mini cult. Oh, yeah, yeah, into. yeah. That was how you felt. What um, they were saying was how you felt. Not that specifically. Okay, no. but you were still drawn to it. Why? That, good question. Um, I think for me that was just sound, their sound. Which was dark mm-hmm. by your own admission. It, it was like, it, it was like eerie, yeah. Dude, yeah. I think you ought to, like, I don't even think it's wrong. But don't, are you not, like, as you're listening to this, mm-hmm. okay, so I'll try to say, why do I, I like a lot of, like, let's say horror shows, I've already figured it out for me. Yeah. Because most other type of genre of movies and stuff are so predictable. You've been there with me, and everybody makes fun oh, of me. Oh, I'm yeah, I'm one absolutely. of those guys <laughs> that can pick, figure out the plot in about five minutes. It's so true. And a lot of times, and it's some horror you can too. Yeah. But sometimes they can get me, and I'm like, oh, I didn't see it going that way, mm-hmm. right? And that's why I like it. I like the mystery of it. You, on the other hand, are, like... It just seems different. I think you're helping me with what you just said because maybe that's why I like. I think that's why I like that stuff because it is unpredictable in a way. And when I say horror, not slasher, that's just boring to me. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah. like, okay, where's Agreed. this going? Yeah, I think so. Like, take like even that band, right? Mm-hmm. Their sound was unique, dude. Like, there's tons of bands that have unique sound though that you're not drawn to. So, like, I guess for me, it was it was like what drew me to them was that 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 unique sound that I felt like it was. To me, like it wasn't, it wasn't, that was not, I, I haven't heard that before. Like, okay. This could go on forever. Cause I, I, I don't even, I'm not judging you. If yeah. Some of you, those out there, some of those, I can't even speak. Some of you are like, why is he even mean to him? We're friends. No, and this I, is, to me, they don't realize, I forgot the cameras here again. This was literally you just talking <laughs> to you because I genuinely am interested in how you, like, your thoughts on it. Oh, and yeah. Then, and then I get excited because I'm like, that's not what I mean. So I'm sorry if I seem rude. What I'm no. saying is, I, yeah, but people out there with sure. Me. So I'm saying it for it. them, not you. Cause I know you don't think that. I just, it's still, I still feel like there's a place we're not going. I feel like mm. you're editing yourself. So, like, mm. if I were to say to you, let me flip the question. Yeah. So, the positive stuff that might, like, tell me your first thought when you hear it. It is what? Okay, so you say positive? Yeah, let's say, like, you, and when I say positive, I know you don't hate, you don't hate positive music. Yeah. I'm using that as a terminology for the stuff that's opposite of the eerie. Gotcha. Okay? okay. It is what? The problem with it is it is what? Hmm. First word he said. Yeah. Bland. There you go. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's bland. What makes yes. it bland? It's overdone. What is it like? A lot of people do it. Like it's it's done the same way. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. It's it, okay. I can I can get behind that the mm-hmm. idea of that. But I still think, and we we don't have enough time today. There's a lot to this. Yeah. Okay. Now again, if you, I always feel like I need to tell people out there that don't know us. My taste is considered eclectic and dark. Mm-hmm. So I, you and I agree. It's probably why we like a lot of the same things. We, we, I guess this is what's interesting to me. Let me put it in these words. You and I can travel down a lot of the same roads as far as what we like. Mm-hmm. And it's dark, quote, I use the word dark. It's not dark because that yeah. can make, but it's, um, I don't know, dark, I guess is just for people to understand. It can seem dark. Yeah. And I'm with you. Mm-hmm. Edgar Allan Poe, Macau, you know, I'm with yeah. you. Yeah. But then there's a there's a there's a trail you go off on that I don't find 
it's not even that I think it's bad or I'm yeah. not intrigued by it. I'm intrigued by that one band, the idea of it. Remember, I'm the one that researched all the crap behind it because I was very confused about what they did. But <laughs> yeah. I didn't want to, like, I, it doesn't make me say, okay, well, um, Skillet's not interesting because of that. And it yeah. seems like you almost have a disdain or a dislike for mm. the other. You almost have to force yourself to like it. Mm. I think, so like... Um, that's pretty interesting. Yes. So I guess for me, I think that it's not that I have disdain for, say, a skillet, because I actually like skillet, for example. I just like their older stuff. I like the way it sounds better. That's just how I am. And, like, their sound was cooler to me from, from like, 2006. But, like, compare them to, like, I don't know, Deftones, you know, Deftones to me has a more unique sound than them. And so that draws me in more. Whereas I hated Deftones <laughs> because they're depressing. And and so and and I, you're right. Like so like Deftones, so like for me, yeah, you know, like, I know like even before I was blue. Sorry. Um, but um like one thing that we discussed on the show before, it's been a long time since we had, but like and this is not okay, but I there is a there is a a draw for me towards the more sad content. Of stuff. And that is where you and I are nothing alike. Yes. Like, like you love to 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 soak in sadness, mm-hmm. and I think that I hate that yes. because I'm already sad at times. Like I probably mm-hmm. lean towards that. So why in the world do I want to soak in it? Now, as far as why that is, that's we, a great we question. We talk about. Stay tuned for part two. Maybe we'll talk about it on live. <laughs> yeah. So we want to get these questions. My apologies. Mm-hmm. It's no, my it's fault. Good I stuff. I love much. this conversation. Anyway, that's what we think about the video. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're up, dude. Okay, man, that was number... Let's go with... It says, I'm getting caught up for the web series this week, but I'm with you on the joy challenge. Also, Todd, did you realize Slash was it intentional that you chose seven things to do to kickstart your joy in life? PGB. I don't know. I assume he's referencing because I always joke about the seven ways to like read the books about seven effective habits or whatever, you know? Like I maybe, joke maybe. about that. I don't know if it's a uh, No, I question. did not know. I, th- I think it's serious slash joking probably. Yeah. You can tell us, production guy. I did not reckon, realize it was seven things. I didn't. Me either. <clears throat> um, okay, number two. Have, what's up? Oh, Have you guys heard the rumor that the guy who made The Chosen is a Mormon? What are your thoughts? I haven't done much research, but have been seeing this around the internet. So the only thing, I mean, I did a little research, um, and I saw that, um, you know, Dallas Jenkins, you know, he is a, you know, I, from what I saw, he's a Christian. Uh, he's not a Mormon, but the reason why people have confused it is because some of the sets they've used or like where they filmed that is is part of the like Latter Day Saints Church. Yeah, that's true. <clears throat> um, also, Vid Angel or whatever Angel Vid. That's yeah, one. the studios. Uh, some of the executives on that board are Mormon. Gotcha. People. But again, here here is what he said. He had an interview where he came out talking about this, and I'll tell you <clears throat> what he said. And the positive, he's not a Mormon. He does. He flat out doesn't claim to be a Mormon. In fact, I'm going to tell you right now. Uh, quote, Jenkins states, quote, I'm a conservative evangelical. I believe in the inerrancy of Scripture. I believe in the supremacy of God's Word. I believe in the Holy Trinity. I believe in God, the Father, the Son of God, the Holy Spirit, and believe that Jesus is the Son of God and, and all of the core tenets of Scripture. He goes on to say the same thing, and I'll come back to the part that... Um, he also told fans not to substitute the chosen for reading the Bible or attending their local church for worship That's services. Uh, he said... Oh, keep going, keep going. He says it again. I am an evangelical. I consider myself a conservative evangelical. I believe in the Bible. It is God's holy word. It is the inerrant word of Scripture. So 
He's not a that rumor needs to be put to to bed. Yeah, for sure. He's not. Here is the and I think people are just sometimes we're lazy. So we'd rather just say he's a Mormon than realize and wrestle with what he is saying here. Mm. Here's what he did say. <clears throat> then he went on to address the rumors. This is the article. By those who accused him of claiming that Mormons or Latter-day Saints are Christians too. And this is his quote. Quote, it would be just as dumb for me to say that all LDS are Christians as it would be to say that all the evangelicals are Christians or that all Catholics are Christians or any other faith tradition, he continued. It would also be dumb of me to say that none of them are. There's also, that's a level, also a level of arrogance that I don't possess. When I've talked about my brothers and sisters in Christ and when I talked about those LDS folks, I probably said LSD, I meant LDS, um, when I talked about those LDS folks that I know who love the same Jesus I do, I'm referring to some of the friends that I have who identify as LDS, who I've gotten to know very deeply over the last few years in particular. Mm-hmm. And I've had hundreds of hours of conversations with them, and I stand by the statement that those friends of mine that I'm referring to absolutely love the same Jesus that I do, he said. You may still go, well, that can't be true, and that's your right to think that, Jenga said, but it's not fair to say, oh, well, then, then you are now speaking about everybody. I know plenty of evangelicals who I would say don't know the same Jesus that I know and don't love the same Jesus that I do. Jenkins says the ultimate source of truth is the Bible, and while viewers of the Chosen will glean truths about Jesus from the show, he says their pastors should be the primary figures in helping Christians understand the Bible. Um, so he, he calls himself a believer. Do I believe that his comment, though the heart of it I understand, um, is, is dangerous? More s- mm. So that... That's my thought. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, but that's that. That'll kind of fill you in what he thinks and says. Yeah, um, and I get my thoughts after. But. I would say that. You so know, no, he's not Mormon. No, he's definitely not Mormon. But if he is, he's secret. <laughs> and I would say that. Yeah, I, I from hearing the quote, I think I understand what he's saying, but I can also see how like people can take it wrong. Yeah, like I can see that. I I don't agree with him. Um, it can't be if if they say the same Jesus then comes to America and mm-hmm. says a bunch of things that don't line up with what he originally said, it can't be the same Jesus. Mm, that, that's so good. Catholics are different to me, right, in that in the, in the big scheme of things, and the evangelicals disagree with me here. I believe there's Catholics who know Jesus. They can be confused about their tenets. Mm. And it's hard to explain this, and, I'm, and I don't mean I have... I know some Mormon people are some of the best people I've ever met in my life. That's the truth. <clears throat> but I think as a whole, the religion, it's not the same Jesus. Yes. So I think that's where, you know, but I also think it's very cruel and silly and dumb. I shouldn't have said dumb, but I already did. For you (laughs) to say he's a Mormon because he has these thoughts. He can be an evangelical Christian who has this view wrong, and I do agree that view's wrong. Um, But I get the heart of what he's saying. Yeah. You know, well, everyone that's evangelical is saved. No, they're not. And I think the heart of what he was saying was that, but I think using the LDS specifically is an issue because it's, Doctrinally, it it cannot. It's yeah. not equivalent. It's different, hundred yeah. percent, because yep. of that. So, yeah, that's uh, that's what I think. It's good. And then there's his own words. You do with that what you will. Yeah, you're up. All right. Next question it says, "How do you fight against all the negative thoughts in your mind?" <laughs> I don't fight against them well. Mm-hmm. Um, I talk. I'm most healthy when I'm able to share. I do pray. Okay, I just did that. I pray. I read the Bible. It's part of the joy challenge. Th- those do help me. It's crazy how much the Bible helps you. Like, it is supernatural, man. You read it, and you can't be getting anything. It seems like you're not getting anything out of it, and before you know by the end of the week, your whole your whole outlook's changed. Okay. God is so good. You know, Psalm 1 says, He who meditates on the law of the Lord is like a tree planted between two streams of water. Mm. Like, that's a healthy tree, right? 
Yes. So there's that. But the other thing I like to do is I process with, you know, my loved ones, friends and family, and yeah. help them to speak into the lies that I speak, which just happened earlier, because we need that sometimes. So that's Dude, what man. I do. That's good. Um, the only thing yeah. I had for that was like, you know, how do you fight against all the negative thoughts in your mind? One thing that came to mind is ask yourself how much do you actually hate what you're, those negative thoughts? Like, do you hate them? Because, mm. like, if you don't hate them, you're probably going to rest in them more than you're going to try to fight them. Mm. That's good. Mm-hmm. That was it. <laughs> that was the only thing that came to my mind for that. What you said was really good, so. Um. Uh, I'll, I'll do this one to you. So they gave us another link. Mm-hmm. Uh, this still happened to come up today. It's been four years now. I'm hoping you guys have time to watch this today, and I know you record the podcast today. As you watch this, what are your thoughts and reflections? Is real talk what you thought it would be in the beginning? What's better, and what are the things you hope to improve on? Mm. Thank you so much for your faithfulness to this. I can't tell you how much the podcast and lives have encouraged me. Over oh, the live podcast. Okay. Gotcha, yeah. How much the podcast and real talk lives have encouraged me over the years, especially during covid you were my main connection with people, and I'm not sure I would have gotten through it without you. Thank you for letting us into your lives. P.S. Death Note episode is still my favorite. It's one of mine, too. <laughs> it is uh, one of my favorite. Uh, right up there with, with Fun Turn Clint's Milk, milk Moment. Uh, the Hot Clint Chronicles. That one might be my favorite. But yeah. anyway, so they sent us the first Real Talk Web Series episode. Yep, episode pilot. one that came out <laughs> Jan- January 31st, 2019. Yeah, literally today. So, AJ, looking yes. back on it, we did watch it. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts? Um, man, it's, it's, it's interesting. Um, you know, four years have went by and let's see, what are your thoughts and reflections? Man, my thoughts, my first thought was like, dude, that's a different guy. Um, as a lot of you know, um, you know, I've, I've, it's been a weird couple of years for me. Um, you know, not, and I mean that not even in the best way. Like it's been, been a really big challenge for me the past couple of years with, you know, like, growing in my faith more and and also just like trying to like become a better man it's been hard um and one thing that i noticed about that guy then than now is i feel like he was a lot lighter um he (laughs) was he was a lot like just him if that makes sense he was Mm -hmm. just aj and he was very like i'm not saying i'm not excited to do a show (laughs) but he was just he was excited you know i could tell that and 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 he, he didn't really care about what he was saying as far as like what people would think he's just speaking you know and and i can tell by the way even the way i would like the words i would use and like how i would interact with you like i can just tell that i was just like you know what i'm just having a conversation there wasn't a camera making me think too much you know Mm -hmm. so it's like that's one thing i've noticed uh immediately and as far as reflections man like (laughs) it's been you know first off i can't believe it's been four years it's just insane um but I would say another reflection would be that um, I kind of mentioned this earlier in the show that I bring it up now, but like I think my confidence was a little higher then than it is now, just because like you know I made the joke earlier. It's like I didn't even do my hair today; I just let it sit down. And like in that one, like funny enough, we actually had a question about how we do our hair in that first episode, and like yeah, I went all weird. in, uh huh. I went all in depth on it. Like I was like, oh yeah, you know I do this, or if I use a comb here and do this and that. And I was like, dude, like what the heck, like. That guy was just like mm, getting it, like you know, like let's look good. And like, I'm not saying I'm not like that now, but like, you know, I guess I, ca- I, I guess I cared. It feels like I cared more then. Mm-hmm. So like, I don't know. Probably not the kind of reflection you guys were expecting, but that's just the truth. Is it what you thought it would be in the beginning? Mm. 
I think it took it. I think that the foundation has stayed like where we've created a platform for people to ask questions and we answer them. But as far as what it's turning into, like, and I never would have never expected to be where we're at, like mm-hmm. having the equipment, having, you know, having the, you know, the studio, having, you know, a live show of it. And like, it has a set and like, you know, we have a crew and like, you know, we have, um, uh, you know, we have our own little subscription service we're trying to do. Like would have never thought that. What's better about about it now, if anything? Um, I think that be the things you just said. So, I would yes, I would say like what's better about it is like our production values went up a ton. You know, our audio quality is awesome now. Like we're getting a lot better at it. Um, I think that um, I'm not as nervous anymore mm-hmm. as I used to be, which is cool because like you know this is just part of what I do now, man. Like you know like this is this is part of the life. You know like <laughs> yeah. you know like this is what I do. So. Um, even though my confidence isn't as high now than it used to be, it's, I still like, it's different now. Like I, there's a, there's a more like, I guess there's more of a comfort in a way. Okay. So, so uh, it's the second question. And what things do you hope to improve on? Man, I guess for me, like, and this is show, not just you, but go ahead. Yes. I would say, um, I would like to like have it be more of a presentation, if that makes sense. Like I want the, like the podcast and live to be more of like a, like a, like it is a show and it's a, and like it's a podcast but I want I want to like present more to you guys. So like for you those of you who are watching, you know, I want to I want to bring it more to life. So like have like fun little like segments and like that kind of thing and like bring, you know, have the graphics for it and like just kind of bring it together in that way, you know, just bring it like it's more of a production because like that mm-hmm. stuff's just fun and like it's fun to make and it's also fun to like to have people watch. So mm-hmm. It's good, man. Yep. What about you, man? Um <clears throat> Kind of the same reflection as you. I was a definitely lighter in life back then listening to it. Um, we laughed more. Mm. Um, but we, but it's crazy. I think we did a better job of, we answered the questions and we were just talking. I think it was closer to what we really talk, used to talk like outside of the camera. Mm. Um, <clears throat> but maybe, you know, that's part of it. I think... Uh, definitely our production value is so much better. The audio particularly, you, you know, you guys <laughs> yeah, do a job editing it, but also just the, you know, those real ones who've invested and helped us with mics and stuff. So that's good. Oh, absolutely. Uh, visually, it looks so much better because you know, we were just doing it on a phone then. Yep, sure. it was a phone. Uh, is it what I thought it would be in the beginning? I think that one of the things that disappoints me, and I brought this up to you guys off camera, and it's not an insult, is like it stopped being a show, and maybe we've lost an audience. I don't know. But it stopped being a show where people ask sometimes, I think, the real questions about their faith. Because mm. um, we still have all those questions, and we talk about that. We don't get the... We used to get... I guess the show, in some ways, even though it was silly, the silliness came naturally, and now it's almost like that's how we're viewed. It's like we're just these silly guys who are supposed to entertain. Mm. And when I look at like some of the stuff, man, when I go back, you know, archive of questions, like, look at all these. Yeah. Um, so how about, like... How do we accurately determine the difference between cultural laws and commands that are meant to dictate the behavior of the followers? Um, what's uh, what's the most common reason that people reject Christianity? What's the Bible say about homosexuality? What is something you can do to try to stop road rage? Is salvation from hell and Christianity's appeal? Isn't it? If it is, isn't it just a religion of fear? Hmm. What does it mean to be the remnant? Theoretically, a new unmarried couple live together without having premarital relations. Is it wrong? Mm. How how has your personal life differed before and after your relationship with Christ? How do you how do I know I'm answering God's call for me? Why doesn't God speak up when I need him most? Why am I so afraid of prayer? 
What is the benefit of a small or really big church? And in your opinion, what is too big? How do I share the gospel with my spouse? I mean, are you hearing these questions, man? And now, like the questions we got today are pretty good. Yeah. And I, and none of them are bad. It's just interesting the way that the questions have changed. They, they stop being changed. more. You're right. I guess they start being stop being more kind of serious and become more like, um, you know. And I'm not saying that's our audience. Maybe we just came across that way. Mm-hmm. And and again, I love all the questions. Yeah. And part of it is the the live shows mixed with the web series questions that come in together. But so mm. that's something. So I thought it would probably be more of that and continue beyond that. So it it's could be because we've kind of stalled in our audience. Or maybe we just don't do a good job of showing that that's the kind of stuff we're we're at. Yeah, it's fair. Because there's a there's a weird thing with podcasting. You have to be entertaining enough for people to want to listen, but we also want it to be valuable and beneficial to people. Yeah, so man. it's hard to do both sometimes. Yeah, it, it reminds me of like the the like the, the analogy you use of like the icing and the cake, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Yeah, so that's that, what's better um everything he said is better. I think we are much uh, more calm. Like we we're more professional than we know now. Mm. So in a way, but it's weird. It's like as we become more professional, did that take some of the allure away? Maybe. Uh, so, But it is better overall um, for the most part. Yeah, it's just we know what we're doing. That's true. So what do I hope to improve on? Um, I, want to, I want us to be, I don't know, man. I want us to fill the need that God wants us, to, and maybe that we are right now, but I want us to really be doing something tangibly to benefit people's lives mm. and their faith and you know, and that's why we've asked questions. I don't know if people, I don't know, I don't know what's going on, but I would, I do know that when they shadow ban us, which is a real thing, it happened. It's a fact, and it's come out now. Mm-hmm. That really affected us a lot. It did, it did fix. Um, and I feel like we haven't almost, almost haven't recovered from that in some ways. Yeah, I agree. Um, and you guys don't have to believe that. Look, look it up. Don't use Google. Use DuckDuckGo, and it's real news that mm-hmm. that social media shadow ban people for talking about certain things. And early on, we talked about the Seaved church and what it did. We talked about, you know, the mandate. We just got, we just shared a lot of things from a Christian perspective and they didn't, and people they didn't, didn't like want, it, man. want us talking about nope. that. So that's the truth. So anyway, I just want to, and I want us to be kind of from our personal lives, like be more joyful again and show that to people. Cause mm. I don't know if we do. That's really good, part of the why I would change some of our scheduling around, you know, yeah. so that I, <laughs> I wouldn't be, like I said earlier, I wouldn't be coming from, you wouldn't be getting the second half of the day me when I'm on the second eight hours, which happens a lot. Mm-hmm. So anyway, good. It's been, a, I'll tell you what, overall though, I'm so blessed and thankful to be mm, a part of it. And especially, too, thank you for the encouragement. Um, we don't hear it as often as you think. So it's nice to hear that it's st- that people aren't just watching it that are friends with us, although you may be one of those people, but you also appreciate what we're trying to do. Absolutely. Thank you so much. All right, man. You got another one there? Oh, yep. Yep. Uh, what is blasphemy? <clears throat> blasphemy is essentially saying something about God, his character, his beliefs that is making light of or opposite of who he is. Hmm. So, you know, in the Old Testament, a lot of times people would say, ha, my gods are stronger than yours. What's your, what could your God possibly do? Hmm. That's blasphemy, right? You're literally calling God out and saying you are not all powerful. Those kinds of things. Yeah. And um, there's something called the blasphemy of the Holy Spirit that's also mentioned, and that's when you reject the call of the Holy Spirit in your life, and that's the only unforgivable sin. So that voice, mm-hmm. that moment that says to you, "Turn away, follow me," and and every I believe every believer hears the gospel hears it for a second. 
the answer that you give to the Holy Spirit in that moment, the response you give is going to determine your eternity. And I think that that's what that means too. And it's called blasphemy because you're essentially, God's calling you and you're spitting in his face and turning away from him. Does that make sense? You're ignoring it. So hopefully that answers your question. If it doesn't, let me know. That's right. Elaborate. I think that's all we got, man. We got a lot of articles. We really, we'll get to those someday. (laughs) Dude, we just end up talking, man. Yeah. Like you said, we've heard the cameras there and it's good stuff. Got anything to say? Thank you guys so much for watching the show today. Hope you guys enjoyed the. If you're listening or watching, hope you guys enjoyed it. If you are watching and or listening, I guess it doesn't matter. Why don't you guys share this? Share this whether it's a podcast, share it whether it's from the YouTube's or the Facebooks or the Rumbles or wherever wherever else you watch it from. And other than that, I just love you guys so much. Cool. Sorry for the slurp there. Fun turn. You got anything? He says no. Hey, I'll use fun turn thing. Give us a his spiel. Not as good as Tony, but I'll give it to you. Tony. Give us a, uh, a review, please, on Spotify, Apple Music, anything. YouTube, please like and subscribe. Facebook, like the page, subscribe, share, if this blessed you at all. The problem is, and I do this, and I feel convicted, there are times things, I very rarely share things that, that um, impact my life, and I should start doing that more. And there's, For me, it's kind of this weird thing where sometimes I don't want people to know my heart. I don't want them to know the stuff that impacts me. It's a self-protection thing, but that's selfish to me when I do that, and, I, mm-hmm. and we need to share those things because somebody in your life, uh, because they're, they're, if you're friends with them, they're your type of people, they're going to be impacted too. Yes. So if you have not ever, and you listen on Spotify, have never taken the time to go up and give us a five-star review, please do that. Yes, please, please do that. Uh, the imitators are come up before we do, partially because theirs says, some something something Christian, which is before W. Uh, yeah, we should just put like creative web series. <laughs> um, but help us out, please. Like, share all those beautiful things. And I want to leave you with this. I said earlier, you know, do you want to be happy? I don't have the answer for you. I don't know how to make you because happy. So it is circumstantial. And I used to say what I'm about to say next. You know, the Bible promises joy, which is above circumstances, and I do believe that. But it doesn't mean we can't ever be happy. Here's what I will tell you: God loves you. And God doesn't want you to be miserable, truthfully. And if you're a Christian right now and you're, you're listening to this and you actually stop and think about it, and you're, you're, you're unhappy more often than you're happy. And, it's, and you think that's part of following Jesus, right? Well, this is just carrying my cross. Something's been twisted to you. Something's been lied to you. God, you know, you really sit and think about it and we know about Jesus. Do you really believe he'd sit there and I want my child to be unhappy? So... What's going on? Don't believe the lies. Don't let the culture, even the the church culture, make you feel like you have to live in fear or doubt or shame or that it's holier to hate yourself than it is to to love yourself or it's holier to, you know, grieve all the time over what you're not than it is to celebrate what you are. Mm. God loves you right where you're at. And and I'm saying this to myself too. And that means something. And somewhere... I think we spend a lot of our time worrying, and we talked about this earlier. I want you to think about a kid. If you have a kid, if you see babies, you know, that's and how they just, they don't worry. If you could be like that, would you choose to? Mm. I'm talking about the worry side and the laughter and the way that they are naturally, right? When it's healthy. Um, I don't know. That's the way the Father sees us. And I think... That's the secret. The secret is to let go and live in freedom and know mm. you're good. You already won. Amen, dude. Um, and that trials are going to come and you're going to walk through them the best you can, but you don't have to impress anyone anymore. You don't have to, quote, be enough. Mm. So anyway, love you guys. Hope you have a great day and God bless you. Yeah.